That is containing the problem. I am done trying to contain my health problems. I want to solve my health problems. Hi friends, and welcome to Do The Damn Thing. I'm your host, Lauren LaRue. I'm an entrepreneur who started with a small blog, and now I am the CEO of the LaRue brand, a lifestyle business and branding studio for women entrepreneurs building intentional lives and intentional businesses. But don't fret, this podcast is for everybody. I created this podcast with the intent to offer people a safe space to land and learn about the journey we're all on together. It's not just about being happy. It's about healing, getting to know yourself and living intentionally, which is why this podcast is the right place for all of you beautiful souls showing up ready to change your life. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Do The Damn Thing podcast. As always, I'm so happy you're here with me today. Today is Wednesday, May 3rd, so I'm recording this a whole week in advance, but I am running on a total high right now. I just announced the official assistant position being open, and I've just already gotten such an overwhelming amount of support, and I'm just so excited to be expanding the brand. So I want to very quickly remind you that if you're interested, I'm thinking about keeping the application process or the resume submitting process open throughout all of May because I am going to be traveling a lot. Um, So I'm hoping to be hiring someone unless like the absolute perfect candidate arises very obviously. My hope is that I'll be hiring um, around the last week of May, first week of June. So if you're interested in submitting an application or submitting your resume, please do so. I'm so excited to be meeting so many people and looking to expand the brand with one like-minded, amazing young woman who is eager to learn. So That is my quick reminder to you guys, but I'm also, as per usual, very excited to dive into today's topic because I think that the last several podcasts I've done have all been very interconnected with topics just around mindset and personal development, which is generally the topic of this podcast, obviously. But I wanted to do something a little different today because there's been something that I've been hinting at in every episode but haven't expanded on, which is my personal physical health. Um, This isn't something that I talk about a lot with a lot of people, but I've realized over particularly the last week how important this conversation is. So first I want to say, clarify in case any question arises, is I am not a doctor. I am not a medical physician. I do not have a medical license. I am here to share my personal health journey with you guys and just kind of openly talk about Really, the reason I'm talking about this today is to bring in the intentionality aspect. A very, very, very major part of that is taking care of your mind, body, and your soul. And your body ranks very high on that list because it is the physical device of transportation we have in this in this world. It's our 3D representation of our soul and our mind and our connection to the universe. So our body and our physical health is very important. Um, So I just want to talk to you guys about this today. It's not, like I said, it's not something I've really talked about on the podcast before, but in the recent weeks, if you've been catching up or keeping up with LaRue, you know that I was really sick in the middle of April with bronchitis, um, and there's a reason as to why I was very, very sick, which I shared a little bit with you, but I want to share more. So I have a few different sort of definitely minor health conditions but they are all rooted at the same problem. So I have what is called Hashimoto's disease. 
It is a hypothyroidism, so it's a, it affects my thyroid, which affects all of my hormones produced in my body. It affects weight gain and weight loss. It affects my heart. It affects my period and my menstrual cycle. It affects my mental health. It affects pretty much everything in my body. So if you don't know what your thyroid is, which I'm sure you do, but it is a small like T-shaped element in your throat and having, you can have hypothyroidism or hyperthyroidism. Hyperthyroidism is more connected to like your metabolism and it definitely helps uh, process food quicker, but you're also still lacking in certain hormones that need to be produced properly versus hypothyroidism, which is I'm lacking the T4 hormone element being produced in my body. So I lack the T4 hormone and having an underproduced amount of T4 affects mainly my heart and my menstrual cycle. So I also have a minor heart condition, meaning I just have PVCs, which are extra beats in my heart. So the average person has roughly about 10,000 beats per day. I hit more around 16 to 17 beats per day, depending on how active I am, depending on uh, if I if my stress levels are higher or if my anxiety level is higher, etc. There's a lot that goes into that. But the main health concerns that I have are my Hashimoto's disease, which I was diagnosed with very, very young. It's typical more in women, uh, or at least for women, it's more typical in the 20s, 30s, and 40s range. I was diagnosed with Hashimoto's, I believe, when I was like in middle or high school. So I was really young, but probably between the ages of like 13 and 16 when I got the diagnosis. I had always had hypothyroidism, so an underactive thyroid. But I didn't get that diagnosis until I was a little bit older, but still very young for being diagnosed with Hashimoto's. And Hashimoto's, it doesn't tend to turn, it is pretty common, and it doesn't tend to turn into something more severe. But in some cases, when you have other health conditions involved, it can. And this has recently become very heavy on my heart because my my Hashimoto's affects, it's an autoimmune disorder. So I, it affects my autoimmune system. It affects my antibodies that help keep me healthy. It affects how my body attacks foreign bodies that enter my immune system. So like I said to you guys, when I was talking to you guys about having bronchitis two weeks ago, when I get sick, I get very, very sick. It's not, I'm not someone who just has like a cold for a couple days or gets the flu and just kind of feels like crap. I, no matter what sickness it is, get very, very sick when I do get sick. And this became very apparent when I moved to New York City for the first time when I moved for college because growing up in Florida, I grew up in one, really one main climate, which was heat, excessive humidity. So that's one climate, right? Florida doesn't really have four seasons, that's for sure, especially with how South I'm from. So when I was getting ready to move, I met with my physician because a part of my college process was that you just have to pass like a normal every six month uh, physical. And I had been very close with my doctor because of all these health issues that I've had throughout my life. And she was abundantly clear with me that I would likely get very sick in the first couple years of moving there very often because my body is not used to experiencing four seasons. It's not used to going from hot to cold, cold to hot. So when I first moved up to New York in the first, in in my four years of college, I had pneumonia four times. It was once in my sophomore and junior year and twice in my senior year. I was sick 
every single time the seasons changed and it got really bad. I had pneumonia, I had bronchitis. It, it felt like I was almost always battling something off, whether it was something kind of minor for me or something really, really bad where it was something like pneumonia or uh, bronchitis or whatever it may have been, just even like a really bad dose of the flu. And I've always been very good about checking in with my body and keeping up to date with doctors. So I've always been seeing a normal primary care physician, but I also have an endocrinologist and I work with a specialist uh, through NYU to take care of my Hashimoto's because I have so many other health issues associated with it. Like I said, so I have the autoimmune disorder, which is essentially what Hashimoto's is, but I also have my heart condition and it severely affects my menstrual cycle. So I knew this moving into college that I would be getting sick a lot. I, it was something I was okay with. I knew I had to deal with it because of the Hashimoto's. Um, I ended up developing really bad seasonal allergies when I moved here as well. And then they I brought them back with me when I moved back for COVID um, and moved back to Florida during that, you know, two and a half, three years. And then I still have them living here. I definitely get seasonal allergies pretty bad when the seasons change. Uh, usually just in the going from winter to spring and then fall to winter area is when I get them the most. But my reason for sharing all of this with you guys is because this isn't something I talk about a lot with anyone really, except probably like my very closest friends and my boyfriend and my parents. It's not something I share generally or think I even need to share because to me, all of these health issues for a really long time have been minor. I've conditioned them as minor. I've said to myself, yeah, I have some minor health conditions, but I'm healthy. I'm overall, I'm healthy, right? I work out. I take care of my body. I eat right. I I do good things for my body and I take care of my body physically and emotionally as well. I take care of my mind and my body and my soul. But getting bronchitis two weeks ago really, really threw me through a loop. So in the recent years, getting sick has been getting more and more overwhelming because each time it feels like it's taking me out of commission even longer, the symptoms are even worse, and I just, it, it takes a really big toll on my mental health. So I first noticed this back when COVID first started. I got COVID the July or August of when COVID first started. Um, I've never had COVID since. But even with just getting the COVID shot, like just something like that being put into my body really affected me. I had such a high fever that I was hallucinating. Um, I had chills. I had body aches. I I just got very, very sick. I was throwing up. I, for about 48 hours, was just completely out of it. And because COVID at the time was so bad, they, my mom called the emergency room and they stressed to her, if she's not over 104 fever, she really, really should try and stick it out um, because she's just going to get sicker here. (laughs) So that wasn't the greatest thing to hear. But I just, every time I've been getting sick over the last several years, over the last several years, it feels like it's just getting worse. So my point in sharing all this with you guys is When it comes to your physical health, you should never, ever downplay anything. I ignored my knee problem for so many years that I 
let myself downplay it to continue to destroy the tissue in my knee, to continue causing scar tissue, and to continue causing severe pain that I ended up needing a much, much more invasive surgery than I would have needed four or five years prior had I dealt with the problem when it came up. And like I said, even though I've always been very conscious of going to my primary care and going to my endocrine and making sure that my thyroid levels are normal and my hormone levels are normal and I'm taking the proper medication, I've never really considered any alternatives to my health and how severe it could be. I just deal with all of the surface level problems. Like obviously with my menstrual cycle, I, you know, I take birth control to help regulate it. And that's great and all. But I've realized recently, very, very recently, getting the bronchitis and getting so sick that I need to be doing more. I need to be doing more to take care of my body. And it felt like everything that I was doing wasn't to address the issue, but was to cover it up, to put a cloud over it and pretend that what I'm doing is enough to argue that even though I'm still getting so sick and I'm getting sick often and there are so many issues I'm dealing with in my body that I am, quote, dealing with them because I'm taking one pill a day or because I'm taking this vitamin or because I exercise or because I ate well today, right? I'm not doing enough. So all of that long-winded introduction is to say, I am here to remind you and give you permission, if that's what you need, that your body is very important. I'm not talking about weight. I'm not talking about how much you weigh or how much you think you should weigh. I'm not talking about your physical appearance. I'm talking about taking care of your body. I'm talking about taking care of your brain and your heart and whatever is working and perhaps not working in your body right now. I'm talking about your physical health. And again, I'll stress to you, I am not a physician. I do not have a doctorate. I am not a doctor. I do not have a license to tell you what you need. I am here to give you advice and to remind you that your health is very, very important. And if you feel something happening that feels like an imbalance, that feels like something's quote wrong, it's very, very important that you deal with whatever feels not in balance anymore. So I have decided I'm really going to prioritize my health right now. I think it's really important. I'm honestly just so sick and tired of getting so sick and letting it affect me so deeply, both obviously physically and emotionally, which at the time both feel very much out of my control um, when I do get sick because there's just not much I can do about it. But I don't want to keep feeling that way. And I don't want to be getting sick and heavily sick like four times a year because as of right now those are the numbers I'm hitting whether it's bronchitis pneumonia a really bad flu whatever it is I'm really 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 sick and tired of it and I've also mentioned to you guys that I have a chronic neck issue so on top of the all of the stuff I do to take care of my knee um, I also have what I think is a pinched nerve it hasn't been diagnosed I'm getting my MRI thankfully and finally next month to get whatever diagnosis I need but I do have a chronic neck issue it flares up every I would say like two or three months and sometimes it's just incredibly incredibly uncomfortable it feels like someone is like squeezing my muscle and turning it in my body and my neck and other times it's completely debilitating to the point where I can't move and if I move it sends a wave of shock and pain throughout my entire body and then I also, as you guys all are aware, have my knee. So I had three surgeries between two knees. Um, I had my major surgery and a minor surgery back in high school 
on my right knee and I still face a lot of internal issues with my knee. I found out I was allergic to the sutures that they left in my knee. So I eventually have to get those replaced when I need my second surgery, uh, which will be a knee replacement. And I'll have that probably within the next five years. And I also still have chronic pain. It's just not as frequent. So I get semi-permanent anesthetic block with a shot injection. And that's eight needles that go into my knee. And I get that every six months. So like I said, while I'm doing what I need to do on the surface to take care of my body, there is so much more I could be doing. And what I mean by that, and this is, this is really the, the juice of what I want to talk to you guys about today. Me getting those shots on my knee is a perfect example. That is containing the problem. I am done trying to contain my health problems. I want to solve my health problems. So this is my plan of action. I've started acupuncture, which is very nerve wracking, but I'm very excited about it. I finally found an acupuncturist in the city that I really like. I'm going to within it's WTHN. Uh, They have a couple of locations in the city, I believe, but I go to the Flatiron location and I am getting acupuncture and I'm very, very excited about it. Um, So I started it a couple months ago, but was just kind of focused on the neck area because that's been a problem that's been like arising lately. But I finally met the acupuncturist that I really want to work with long term. So her and I had an hour long meeting about all of my health issues, talking to her about my Hashimoto's, my autoimmune deficiency, my knee and my neck. And we came up with a treatment plan to help all of these issues and to help solve these issues. I don't want to put a ribbon on a gift that's not boxed. I don't want to half-ass my health anymore. And I'll be very candid with you guys. I do eventually want to have a family and my autoimmune disorder does severely affect my ability to get pregnant. Now, this is not something I'm thinking about right now. I'm 25. Michael and I have been together just under a year now. So, I mean, this isn't something I want right away, but I do want to have a family one day. I do want to be pregnant. I do want to be a mom one day. And my ability to get pregnant as I grow older because of my Hashimoto's and because of my unique diagnosis with Hashimoto's, it does severely affect my ability to carry a child. And that really scares me. That thought and that knowing makes me really uncomfortable and really sad. And it's not something I'm okay with anymore. I definitely was never okay with it, but it's something I'm ready to really start handling and really start focusing a lot of my energy on. So like I said, acupuncture is going to be a really big thing. I am going to start really focusing a lot of my personal EFT. So, you know, I don't work with a practitioner anymore, um, but I do practice EFT on my own daily. And I think I'm really going to start directing a lot of that focus on my health and helping heal my body through healing my mind and my thoughts around my health because I am someone who has said, and I've said this repeatedly to you guys, and I even said it at the beginning of this podcast, I tell myself and I tell other people, yeah, I have minor health issues. I don't want to have any issues. I don't want to have any minor issues. I've accepted that I will likely have to be quote handling my knee for the rest of my life. I'm okay with that. My knee does not affect my ability to get pregnant. 
My knee does not affect my ability to be a healthy human being. I mean, it hurts, but you know, it's something I can deal with. I can keep doing PT. I get blood flow therapy. I can keep doing the shots and I can keep using acupuncture to solve it and heal it. But my main focus is my thyroid, getting my T4 levels and my hormone levels aligned and healthy so that can help my menstrual cycle and one day help me getting pregnant and bearing a child. And I certainly want more than one. So, you know, this is really, as I grow older, um, (laughs) 25, I'm realizing how incredibly important it is. So my point in this podcast is to encourage you to remember that your health is never something you should band-aid. We don't want to band-aid things. We don't want to take the surface level action of healing. It's so important to, and again, I'm saying this as someone who's realizing this, you know, very recently. I'm not saying this to you as a health coach or health practitioner, but this is very true. We do need to get to the root of our health problems. We do need to find the right specialists and people who can help us. And I think something that I'd also like to really encourage you to explore. Again, I am not saying this as a physician. I am not saying this as someone who has any sort of health license. This is just my advice and something I think could be really beneficial is exploring things outside of Western medicine. Let me be very clear. It is very, very important. And in no way am I telling you not to go see your primary care doctors or any sort of specialist certified to practice medicine in their field. I am in no way telling you to disregard the information that they say, but there's nothing wrong with exploring options outside of Western medicine. There is nothing wrong with exploring other ways that can benefit your health. And this this includes EFT. And then this includes things like acupuncture, seeing a chiropractor if, if it's back problems you face, or doing things that are a little bit extra than simply just putting a pill in your body. Now, again, I want to remind you, taking medication is very, very important. If your doctor prescribes you medication, please take it. Do not listen to this podcast and think I am telling you to disregard your physician's advice on your health. But what I'm saying is, if you're someone like me who doesn't want to be taking medication, if it's not absolutely necessary, there are a lot of things I do. I try to manage my knee pain in ways besides taking Tylenol or taking ibuprofen every day. So, Like I said, I get the anesthetic blocks. I do blood flow therapy with my knee. I still practice my physical therapy in the gym. I do walking. There are many, many ways that I try to take care of my knee besides taking pain management pills, right? So there are a lot of other things I could be doing with my Hashimoto's than taking levothyroxine every day, which is the typical pill that you're prescribed for Hashimoto's disease. So I'm starting with acupuncture. I also take a lot of really important vitamins to support my Hashimoto's. So Hashimoto's disease also tends to offer you a low iron deficiency and a low vitamin C deficiency. And that's where the autoimmune disorder comes in, where when I lack vitamin C, I tend to get very sick very easily, right? So I definitely take preventative measures like that, but I can still be doing more. That's that's the more that I'm talking about. That is the more that I think is really important 
to our mental and physical health because no one wants to be on loads of medication. No one wants to be taking five freaking pills in the morning to make sure that your body is functioning correctly and functioning in a healthy way. No one wants that. And I, I mean, at least I know I certainly don't. And there was a point where I was taking a lot of medication every day and it was, it was something that I was getting really concerned about because I don't want to be on medication. So when I started my intentional living journey and I started really getting into emotional and physical health, I realized that it was really important to me to stop putting anything in my body that wasn't absolutely necessary. So obviously we need food for nutrients and we need water and we need all of this different stuff that goes into our body daily. But if I don't need to take level thyroxine or if I can replace that by eating healthier and taking vitamin C and B12 and iron, then I'd rather do that than putting a medication in my body that could eventually affect things like my liver, things like my ability to get pregnant, things like that. So again, I want to I want to very much stress this. I am not telling you this as a physician. I'm not giving you medical advice. I just want to let you know that these are my thoughts I'm having about my physical health and I really want to start prioritizing it. Um, Something else that I am considering, which I'll be very honest, really freaks me out because I've told you guys before, I'm not someone who advocates for dieting. I think that you should eat whatever the hell you want to eat and you just need to be doing it in a balanced way. So I very much balance out my my eating but if I want a cookie I'm gonna have a freaking cookie and if I want to have a salad I'll have a salad if I want to have a burger I'm gonna have a burger I'm gonna give myself whatever my body wants because I don't believe in restricting what you eat just being responsible about it just like alcohol or just like anything else in your life it's just like spending money make as much money as you want but it's good to be responsible if you want to have more money later right so Something else that my endocrinologist and the acupuncturist that I'm now seeing has recommended to me is going gluten-free. This really freaks me out. It's not like I've never considered any sort of dietary restrictions. I'm allergic to peanuts, but that's it. So thinking about changing my diet that much, especially as someone who, baby, I love my carbs. (laughs) I love carbs. So as someone who would have to be cutting out a lot of carbs, so I've been researching going gluten-free lately, and it has a lot to do with obviously things like pasta, anything that has wheat in it. So pasta, potatoes, french fries, bread, things like that are things that I would be needing to change. And I've actually done a little bit of a dive into my pantry to see what is not gluten-free. So I don't actually feel like I eat a lot of gluten. I would say it's maybe in like one meal I have a day because in the morning I typically just have yogurt uh, with granola and I actually just thought of that. I need to check my granola. And then for lunch, I usually do something pretty light or like leftovers. Um, So I do, I make like really yummy wraps and the only thing for those I've realized is has gluten is the wrap itself. So that would be an easy thing to find a replacement for. But I also do fun things like HelloFresh. I obviously also go out and eat out a lot with my friends and with my boyfriend. Um, Obviously living in the city, it's super easy and convenient to be ordering in, which is definitely something I do probably too frequently, but you know, it is what it is. So 
Considering going gluten-free, I am going to say it's not something I'm, even if I actually do it, it's certainly not something I'm just going to switch from one day to the next. I'm not just going to say I'm gluten-free tomorrow and just be gluten-free forever. It's definitely something I want to ease into. And I think to start with that, I'm just going to see where it would be easy for me to make substitutions. So like I said, with my wraps, because I eat my wraps, my lunch wraps like three times a week. And it's just like chicken and tomato and uh, egg and cheese and things like that. But to replace the wrap with something gluten-free, that'd be really easy. I have no problem doing that. But... I want to start by just making substitutions where I can and not cutting out gluten altogether because I do know that sometimes completely changing your diet from one day to the next can really add a shock value to your body as well. And with the health issues that I have, both my endocrinologist and my acupuncturist suggested against that. They said try easing into it, try like just a little three-day challenge or just a day challenge Or even try just going to the restaurant and ordering something gluten-free that you wouldn't have to. Just see how it tastes. See how the changes happen. And I'm just going to let it naturally progress. I do want to make positive changes to my health. So that is something that I'm going to start implementing. But it's definitely going to be very slow. So basically, where I'm at right now, I've realized my health needs to be something on a very high priority list. I don't think I was prioritizing it as much as I should have been the last few years, um, which I think also contributes to when I get sick, I get very emotional, which is obviously something I've shared with you guys recently. And I don't want to be that way. I don't want to feel overwhelmed when I get sick. And I don't want to be getting sick four, five, six times a year. That's just not necessary. I know so many people who when I get sick, they're like, oh, I haven't been sick in like two years. And I, that, that just seems so unfair to me. And I <laughs> I mean, I, I don't want people to be getting sick. It's unfair to me that I'm getting so sick so much. So all in all, all of that is to say, I'm going to just start making some changes and I'm going to start prioritizing my health. And I want to do it in a way that isn't the Band-Aid. I want to start healing these things if I can. Hashimoto's disease is something I'm going to have forever. You cannot cure Hashimoto's, but there are ways I can completely regulate my hormone levels and my thyroid production and my hypothyroidism so that my autoimmune is healthy and my menstrual cycle is correct and right and doing well and I'm able to get pregnant and, you know, people with Hashimoto's who have a severe effect on their menstrual cycle tend to have miscarriages a lot. And that's not something I want to put my body through um, when I get married and when I'm ready to have kids. So making sure that I'm in a position now where I'm taking care of those things is going to be very, very important to me. So I will definitely be keeping you guys updated on this. I really want to encourage you to maybe just sit down and think about ways you can prioritize your health just a little bit more. If you haven't been to the doctor in a year, go see your primary care, go get a physical, make sure your blood levels are right and your hormone production is right and you're you're just on the right track and you're doing good. There's no reason to poke the bear, but there also isn't a reason to just be sitting next to the bear being aware that there's something wrong and not addressing it. You don't want to put yourself in a position where you're dealing with major health issues down the line because you aren't taking care of your body. And again, I want to stress, I'm not talking about weight loss. I'm not talking about your physical appearance. I'm talking about your physical health. I'm talking about taking care of your heart, taking care of your mind, taking care of your body and your soul. It's very, very important and very in line with potential living. So that's what I've got for you guys today. 
I really hope that this felt encouraging and comforting if you are also someone who is dealing or handling with any sort of health issues. You're always supported and guided and there are definitely ways to build a strong team of doctors behind you as well as a strong team of support, whether that's seeing anyone in alternative medicine or whatever helps with you, maybe EFT, explore your options, explore the ways you can support your body and start doing them. So I hope this helps. I hope this hits. And you guys know the spiel. I love you all so, so dearly. And I will see all of you beautiful souls next week.